Welcome to another episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? But like, honestly, what the fuck did I just watch? And this kind of goes with uh, current events, things that are going on right now, because we're, t- we're going to be talking about the documentary Fire, the yeah. greatest party that never happened that you can watch on Netflix right now. It's currently streaming. Yep. Good watch. Good watch. What so, the fuck did I just <laughs> So, Greg, you, you, you like the, the documentary. Yeah, I liked it. It's, uh, it, it, it's a nice roller coaster ride because it, it starts off with all these people just living this whole privileged life. But then you just see that shit just slowly, slowly just get knocked the fuck down. And then it's like this roller coaster. So you got these two sides of the people. You got the consumers, you got the people throwing the stuff. They so privileged. It was going down, 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 down. Then all of a sudden, they just like make this weird turn and it's like, whoosh, holy shit, like, ain't nobody getting shit. Ain't nobody gets shit. But so, they all rich people, so fuck y'all. So, uh, Fire, the greatest party that never happened. It's about Fire Festival that was uh, thrown by this this white guy, Billy McFarland, and rapper Ja Rule. What I think about you, yes, yellow so, ass. So, <laughs> this documentary on Netflix is... Produced, I believe, and, and made by the social media company that uh, that promoted Fire Festival called Jerry Media, or as they know are known online as Fuck Jerry. So you got a competing documentary that was released, uh, I think, a few days before this one on Hulu. That's a Hulu original called Fire Fraud. So you got mm-hmm. two great mm-hmm. documentaries out right now about this uh, this thing that had this. Failed mm-hmm. festival that uh, music festival that happened in uh, was it 2017? Yep, 2017. So the whole thing was this guy Billy McFarland. He 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 thought he was like the next Mark Zuckerberg, the oh, next like asshole. you know Elon Musk. He thought he was like some. He thought he was hot shit. He came up with this uh, this program uh, back in college and. Or, I don't even know if he went to college, but he he got this like mm-hmm. developers thing, and they were showing him do this presentation, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much just Google Plus. Mm-hmm. He just his own version of that, and then he went on from that, and he found out how to how to copy cards, bank cards, and he came out with his own black card called Magnesis, mm-hmm. and he was getting all these people to sign mm-hmm. up for Magnesis, and yep. it was nothing. It yep. was nothing. The only thing that uh, people liked about it was that there was this clubhouse mm-hmm. where they threw a bunch of parties and that you can network with yeah. people and that. Um, but it was just, the whole thing was a big scam. Yeah. Something to be said about exclusivity, though. You know, shit. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a huge scam. Uh, he was fudging the numbers. That's how he got all this, uh, all the investors to invest with them for uh, Fire Festival and the Fire app. So basically, it started with the Fire app, mm-hmm. which was a good fucking app. It was a, it was a, it was a decent I- idea. I mm-hmm. think. I mean, I, I just can't mm-hmm. see it being that useful. I just can't see it being that right. useful. Like, who the hell needs an app to book these major, major artists? There's booking agents. Yeah, every, yeah. every, every, yeah, you, yeah. every club has their own yeah. booking agents. Like the Fillmore downtown. We're talking about Detroit mm-hmm. here. The Fillmore downtown, they have their own booking agent that books acts for their for the you know, mm-hmm. and they get in touch with the agents of all the art, the managers of all the artists. You know, they talk mm-hmm. hand in hand already. They don't need an app. But you know, they don't need to right. go through them. But some of these rich motherfuckers just want to have money. And be like, all right, you know, so many most of these rappers seventy five hundred thousand like dollars. They party. Come, they come out. 
Talk about for like a birthday party or like the, some type of wedding or something like that. They they drop a verse on they drop they come to your house and drop a verse for seventy five thousand. I I get what you're saying, but I don't see that. I don't I don't <laughs> see it because you got to get the That's artist right. to sign on. Yeah, yeah. To it. Right. I don't see an artist because once you get that big, you have a sort of ego. You have a sort of uh, aura about yourself. You 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 don't want to be doing you don't you already have a booking agent you already have somebody who manages you you know or you might manage yourself Mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with you know bring somebody in to your shit already you know what i mean that's gonna be right like you got kendrick lamar he's got top dog entertainment you you wanted to do anything with him you got to go through top dog entertainment right so they right so top dog just gonna break fire off a little piece for getting they artists booked but are they gonna want to fuck with them at all? They already do their own shit. Man, they, what do they I need you shit. for? They I don't need a middleman. Shit, they want that money. But they don't need a middleman. If somebody easy. wants to book me, I could just put my. Yeah, put, I can just put an email on my website. Email me for booking, and I cut out the middleman. Right, but yeah, you no do, but, artist needs needs right, them but for it's a, shit. It's definitely a certain level of commitment too. Like you gonna commit, like you you know it's it's a, I don't know it's I guess I guess in a way. As the fire people, you taking a certain level of responsibility on, and you saying, "I'm trusting that this person is gonna pay me this money." And so, yeah. it's a level of you know, hey, motherfucker, they don't pay me, you, I'm taking the money from you. But I don't I, know. It's, they, to they, me, it sounds like a pretty good idea. I'm mad it got it got artists, fucked, it got so fucked up. The artists are idea. so big, they're never gonna need a middleman. But someone, yeah, someone if you're not. a coming up artist, you what? might you might need a middleman. What fucking ja Rule. But, what the fuck? But if you're a big artist like Kanye West, I'm not fucking with, but you, but with you, Ja Rule's fire app for booking me but, for a special event. You got some of these artists and shit like fucking like inside, we from Michigan, ICP, people like that. Yeah. You got people like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like Obi Trice or something from <laughs> like Royce the Five Nine. There's people out here who wouldn't like Ja Rule. Ja Rule is one I can't believe. First of all, shout out to dumbasses who trusted Ja Rule. Let me yeah, let me put it this way. Mogul. Let me put it this way. If they had anything with this app, they would have focused on the app. They moved away from the app instantly because it's a, a it's a horrible idea. Then they started doing the festival. So. They started trying to put together this festival mm-hmm. that is pretty much a ripoff of Coachella. Yep, like a like a Woodstock. A completely type rip, a complete ripoff of Coachella. They're just gonna set it in the Bahamas on a private island. So they acquire this island. Acquire this mm-hmm. island. A bunch of model. Who do they get it from? Uh, Escobar. They got, it, they got it from Pablo Escobar's heirs, and they said, "Hey, you know." We're, we're going to sell you this island, but you can't mention any to anyone that this was. Right, they're trying uh, to clean, right, they're trying to clean up their image. They don't want don't, that negative. Don't image. mention our name. Don't use Pablo Escobar's name. Don't mention our family's name at all in anything that you're doing. And what do they go ahead and do in the first promo video? They they drop like on an island once oh, owned home shit. owned by <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Hey, motherfucking Pablo Escobar popping <laughs> It's like are, how fucking stupid can you be? So that that deal went down the drain. They were like, "Fuck you, we're not selling you this island anymore." And they ended up uh, having to settle for mm-hmm. a a development spot on a on on the corner of a Sandals Resort. Mm-hmm. On another Bahamas 
island, Which an fuck, island in the Bahamas. They fucked their whole plans up because the whole point was that it was a deserted island. That's what made the shit enticing. Yeah. They supposed to set the shit up however they wanted to. They wound up moving into some shit that's like, I mean, for all purposes, partially, you know, like it's it's a it's a municipal it's a, like a it's a city. Yeah. They moved into it like a place that's like it's half it's half of a city and half of it is like you know all right the beach and stuff. So they couldn't do what they wanted to do at all. No. Uh, it was uh, on the island of uh, what was it Exuma? I think that was the name. Exuma, and um, so they had this. I don't understand how they had this. They thought they were going to do this. They tried to throw this festival in four months. They had four months to do it. For some shit, my man said should have took a professional damn near two years to put together. Yeah, to do it right. You could do it in a year, but you really want to give yourself some time to set set this up. And they gave themselves four months, and it was it's just crazy how deep this goes. Mm-hmm. How how deep this uh, documentary goes into it? Because, like I said, it, uh, this documentary was made by the uh, social media uh, company that they hired to basically get all these to basically trick all these people into buying these tickets to go to Fire Festival. You had uh, they 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 came up with this ingenious idea of this orange square. And they had everyone, like all these models, these influencers, these celebrities, retweeting this mm-hmm. orange. This is this entire, the whole square is just solid orange. Mm-hmm. And so that when people are scrolling through their feed, they just see the, this bright orange square. And they start seeing a bunch of these orange squares. And mm-hmm. they tag the Fire Festival in it. And people are like, what is this? What is this? Fire Fest. What is this? Fire Festival. Because um, they, you know, that bright orange square, it's going to catch your attention. Yep, and they had like, who was and that? They, one of the Jenner, was that Kendall? Kendall Jenner yeah. uh, had retweeted something about, you know, good music, is proud to be part of Firefest and this and that. Um, mm-hmm. What really sold the deal was they shot that slick promo video, mm-hmm. and it was on the first island, so it wasn't even valid to the second island that they they came on, you know, or that they ended up hosting it at. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shot it on the first island, that and it was just this beautiful looking video. Mm-hmm. You got drone shots from above, aerial views. They show you how clear the water is. You got all these models, model bitches. They're all like, you know, running around in the water. Everybody's having a good time, drinking, having fun. You got a bonfire going. People are acting a fool, and it just looks like this out of this world of experience. And it's like, fi- you know, it's like fire fest. You know, and it's telling you all this, you know, all the and anemones and and mm-hmm. how how you can be next to these models and be next to these celebrities partying. You're gonna be in on a private yacht yeah. with them, private plane, private jets, villas, yeah, luxury tents, gourmet foods, exactly. And none of that happened. None yeah. of that happened. Um, so all these people started buying uh, buying tickets. I believe uh, general admission was what. I want to say I think it was upwards to like four thousand, wasn't it? As the I, general admission tickets were five hundred, I believe. Like five hundred, five hundred dollars for general admission, and he was selling a bunch of them. And he basically needed to start coming up with these a <clears throat> bunch of more like VIP options right. to offset the cost of the general admission tickets because he eventually just stopped selling general admission, and it was only VIP stuff. Right. 
Right, so right, so you see, that, and that's what made this because it, it's this whole progression, right? Because they thought they had this first island, they were barely gonna be able to fit all these people on there. Yeah, and so now that they move, and now it's like we can't really accommodate everybody, and so they the first do anything. The first smart guy said, "Dude, we just gonna have a cruise ship over there. We gonna boat people back and forth to the cruise ship at night, so they can go there and go to sleep. They can use the bathroom and all that." Mm-hmm. Then when they boat them back to the island, obviously you can take the cruise ship somewhere, you know what I'm saying, at a proper disposal place and get rid of it. And he told my man, like, dude, you get the hell out of here with that negative stuff. We positive <laughs> people, like, bye. He's like, you can leave if that's how you want to talk. So my man was like, fuck it. Every time somebody would bring up a problem, he's like, well, that just sounds like a problem. We're we're people that look for solutions. And it was we just, need to man. we need to find solutions. We don't we don't focus on the problems. We just we just need to be focused on solutions. My man, these motherfuckers. He used guy definitely had a mental problem. He definitely had some type of mental problem. Uh, Billy McFarlane. He definitely had some type of he has some type of mental illness um, because even when he was out on uh, on bail. <laughs> Even when he was out on Holy bail, shit. he was doing. He was. He started doing more scams. He was started doing way more. Like, he was selling some he, tickets to some bullshit. What, what was that? Me, like different thousand dollar tickets. Different meet and greets. Uh, pro sports games. Uh, you know, like y- you can get a meet and greet package with Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and they people knew it was fake because the, uh, Taylor Swift came out publicly and said she doesn't do meet and greets. It was crazy. This is how crazy this guy is because he's out on bail and he's still doing this. He got some guy named Frank, took a bunch of photos of him and made him uh, put his name on everything. And put it, but he's still scamming people and living <laughs> in a like a penthouse apartment while he's out on bail awaiting trial. You're going to jail, buddy. And and he does. He does. You know, spoiler alert. He goes to jail. I mean, we all know this by now. It's been in the news. So and it, it, it's so funny because like all right, it's no not too many the the the, the customers who came wasn't no too many you didn't see no black people but throughout the movie he had three three black people that they was interviewing a lady and two guys yeah the one guy the one uh, darker guy that Jamaican guy was his boy but it was his other guy and he was trying to explain you know he said Billy came to him and asked him you know how jail was and he yeah. explained to him Billy was just like I'm not going to jail like now nah, you are. He couldn't accept the fact that he was about to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. This he was uh, yeah. The fact. He just couldn't accept the fact. Yeah, this was a guy in in, in America they, up in the, the penthouse fact. that was hanging out. He was like, "Yeah, I've been to jail before," and he was sent told him, "Yeah, you're going to jail. You're going to jail." Man. Going to jail. He, he couldn't accept. Couldn't it. accept that at all. He fucking did. man. This this story was this so guy deserved to disgusting. go to jail. Disgusting. Oh, it was because nobody nobody got their money back. I'm scarred. Uh, people um. Sued him and won. He had one guy, uh, mm-hmm. I think his name was like William something the fourth, and he uh, sued him for five million. He got a, you know, mm-hmm. you could tell this guy was this this guy this young guy was rich. He got the, like the best lawyer. Sued him for five million dollars and won. So if the, if Billy McFarlane ever gets out of jail, he's gonna you know be in debt for the rest right. of his life. Right. See, right. You're gonna be in debt. For the rest of you your life, gonna bro. Their, but nobody ever gonna get their fucking money. You're gonna no. Nobody's gonna get their money. I mean, you might get some. You're not going to get all of it. Bullshit. And there was also a class action lawsuit filed against them, and uh, they won that as well. It was just, it was such a ridiculous progression, though. It's like, okay, all right, man, we don't have no plumbing on this. All right, we just going to do this. He, he had people inside, like, old hurricane tents with, 
with um yeah that was crazy air mattresses the, the tents and the, fans? the tents that they got were um FEMA tents that they had left over from a, a hurricane one time and my man was telling me he was like dude it's gonna be hot as hell that night so you can't have people it's gonna be hot as hell it's gonna be mosquitoes yeah. everywhere he's like you can't do this to people and then it fucked around and rained the day before and you know how it's you know how yeah. tents do in the rain. You can't touch a tent in the rain. It's gonna leak. Everything's gonna leak. So, so people came. Mattresses, everything was soaked. Like it was. It was. Oh man, yeah. It, but I don't want to jump because just leading up, they this documentary want, documentary did a really good job at like just spacing the story out. You know, just making yeah, it, just spacing sure. it out for sure. Yeah, the, it was a great documentary. I watched mm-hmm. both of them. I would suggest watching both of them. But yeah, the one on, we're talking about fire, the, uh, the greatest party that right. never happened uh, on Netflix. The Hulu. Watch that documentary. It's this is an insane story. Um, like just to show you how insane this story is, you had the the one guy uh, on their team. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, he was the gay guy. They had him. Oh, what was t- his name? T- Andy. Oh, what was yeah, his Andy. Guy? It was definitely Andy. Andy, so Andy King. Andy King. <laughs> they, <laughs> dog. They did this. Billy McFarlane <laughs> needs to be. Beat the murder, fuck up. He needs to be. He needs somebody needs to beat the shit out of this guy for what the fuck he did to the, did to Andy. He tells this guy, "Look, we got three trucks of water. It's being held up by the customs guy. We, you know, you're the only gay guy on the team. We need you to go suck the head of customs dick. Yep, they, they was holding we need the water. To go to suck his dick. They wanted like hundred and seventy five thousand dollars, and he didn't ran out of money by now. He so ran been out spending of millions like it ain't been shit up to this point." Now he's stressing about two hundred thousand. He thought I suck a dick. He thought I suck a dick. So the guy Ooh, goes home, shit. or goes not goes home, goes to where he was staying, takes a shower, gets you know, puts takes a bunch of mouthwash, and he starts driving over there to go suck the customs guy, the head of customs dick. And when he gets there, the customs guy was just like laughing. No, 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 it's it's all right, man. I, I, you can just give me the regular bribery fee. Oh man! Just give me the regular fee that you pay, uh, and I think it was like twenty six thousand or something like that. And I'll let the water through. And he agreed to it, and he let the water. He let the water through. So in his mind, he was about to suck a dick. He was trying. Like this is how Billy McFarlane got into the minds of his employees. Is like. You can save the festival. You can save the. You can save these people with all. You know, get them, get them water. You can be the one to save them. Like he, he's a very manipulative person. You can, you can tell that by the how he would try to exploit this guy and make him go suck a dick just to get the water through so he can throw his festival when he's been jet setting around mm-hmm. uh, New York when yeah. in fucking Maseratis, Maseratis and uh, trying to fucking get um, investors to give him money. Which surprise, surprise. How he was getting the money, he was fudging the numbers of all his sales. They said he only made like sixty thousand dollars one year. Like he was saying, like he was making millions and millions. Like showing people uh, reports that his sales reports that he was making millions and stuff, and they were giving him. So they invested. I think he had a total of twenty six million dollars that he had got from investors to put on this uh, festival. I mean, that's see, that's what fucked him up. Cause that's what messed him up. It's like he spent so much money. Trying to put the festival together, and then he you was would doing never so much come extra. out on top. He, he needed the festival to run. He needed the revenue for yeah. people to be going here and there. He needed people to be there spending some kind of extra money, yeah. on some level. And it, it just oh, it so wasn't going. So happen. that brings us to the next point. 
they, they were running out of money. So what do they do? They, they email these, uh, they, so actually they start calling, they start calling every person who's going to this festival that bought tickets and telling them, well, you're not going to really, uh, be able to spend, you know, cash or money on your card here. Cause you're in the Bahamas. You, you, you might want to load up these wristbands mm-hmm. with money, uh, that you can use at the fire fest. And, uh, all, you know, what did they say? After that was done, they got like around $800,000. People had loaded up into these wristbands that they just they just took that money. And they my just man, took it. Yeah, he told them that was some dumb shit. He said, you don't have no internet, you don't have no infrastructure to deal with, because they are at like little yeah. RFI. Now, what the, wow. Any wow. way that this guy could steal some more money, he did. He kept doing he, he, it. He, 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 he was like, I got these people. I'm going to just keep taking more money from them. And it's, I mean, even after the fact, like how we're talking about when he was out on bail, he was doing these scams, these ticket scams. He was using the same email list for the Fire Festival attendees. So crazy. He was trying to scam them even after Firefest. He was trying to scam these people. Like he kept trying to scam these yeah, people. Man, she was scammed. This, this the part that really hurt me. Like I take from my perspective going through the whole scenario. Yeah, I'm a rich kid. I'm seeing this concert. It's you know I'm a rich, just a rich suburban kid. I see this this rappers and stuff gonna be there. Model chicks. I got money. I'm about to go down here. You know, try to fuck with some. I'm about to go down here, pay this plane ticket. Go down there, do my thing. Yeah. So you get down there, you party for a couple seconds, then they take you to your actual quarters, and you look up like, "What the hell?" Yeah. When they, when the people saw, when they saw, and that bus turned around that corner, and they saw all those tents set up like that, people's hearts sank. It was like, they take were like, "Take me back! Take me the fuck!" Some people was like, "Turn the bus the fuck around!" Yeah. But it, and then these assholes, they pay for tickets for people to come, but they had no return flight, so it was no way to get off the island. No way. You were stranded. You were stuck there. It was stuck on And you were stuck eat, eating a... And money was useless. Cheese sandwich. You were eat, you were stuck there eating a cheese sandwich. You were really? promised gourmet meals. You're talking about two slices of bread with two slices of cheese and a shitty looking salad. And that's the picture. That's a, one of the pictures that went viral. That, that, that shit went viral when that happened. That was, you know, blowing up the internet. And people were like, <laughs> holy shit. People mm-hmm. were making it memes, all kinds of shit. Like, it was nuts. People were losing it. And people were laughing, too. Damn. People were, like, the whole world yeah. was laughing at these Damn. people that um, yeah. that attended the fire Festival. It was it was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that were at the festival, they, they were, you know, they just pulled up these trucks, and they, they, they had all their luggage in it, and they were just Man. throwing it out, and it's people were just stepping over no people, labels. just fighting, no fighting each other. Shit. So... It was like this horde of people fighting over all these little black carry-on bags and uh, you know rollaway suitcases that all looked the same. It was chaos. Uh, when when they they didn't even get to uh, tell people to go to the tents, you know, to assign mm-hmm. tents. They were just like, everybody, just grab a tent. No, it's people, like if you had a villa, get a tent. People ran, and it was like, you know, first come, first serve. You know, we're out for blood. Mm-hmm. They were stealing shit from the tents and bringing mm-hmm. it to their tent. And people say it was the quarter. The quarters was like so close that people were like destroying the tents around them, so nobody would settle down in the tents. Yeah, tried to, just to get some kind of elbow room because everybody was like on top of each other. 
Yeah, it was. You, you hearing everybody talking and all dog this shit. It was dog eat dog, like Lord of the Flies type shit. These, like, are, these are rich people. Like these are rich people. Barbaric. Type. All people with well, most of them. All people with money. Yeah, like for all sure. People I mean, with money. you had a, a probably a few people who had like spent. I I, I saw like some uh, extreme cases where some people like spent their whole life savings. Mm-mm-mm. Just to go to this, you know, they had they spent all their money that they had, like all their money. Some people they said that they they couldn't get the time off work, so they quit their job to go to this thing. Like that's insane. Mm -hmm. That's insane. And like it's so sad. Oh my god! Like this is this is. So if you guys get a chance, you know what we're getting at is check out this documentary because it's worth it. Like it's. A crazy story, yeah, you know. I would put this in, you know, the same category as like if you ever saw the show American Greed, or you know, different shows like that where people are scamming people. This is very interesting, and 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 you mm-hmm. you will get sucked into it. It will it will you suck will. you in. Like I, I did, I got sucked into it hundred <laughs> percent. So I would definitely recommend this mm-hmm. documentary. I would say watch both of them. Uh, the one on Netflix and the one on Hulu. Uh, what would you say, Greg? Definitely, like you know, growing up when I was in college, my teacher, my uh, my my calc teacher, she had this saying. She used to always say, zero equals zero, truest words ever spoken." This one guy on the documentary said the truest words ever spoken. He said it cost them two hundred fifty thousand plus playing all these extra celebrities. Yeah. To promote their show, to get it going, to promote this whole festival, mm-hmm. all it took was one picture of a cheese sandwich to bring all that shit to a screeching halt. Yeah, all of that. That it cheese sandwich that, did it. It that, brought that them went, down. It brought them down with a cheese sandwich, a picture of a cheese motherfucking sandwich. And it's crazy because a guy, he was trying to bring them down before the festival happened. He was running a whole website trying to bring them down. Uh, Facebook, everything, and nobody was biting on it. Like, uh, he said, like, five, he had like five likes. He said, but yeah, but once once that picture of that cheese Jesus. sandwich went out and went viral, <laughs> it was over. It was That's over. Crazy. It was yeah. It it's definitely a crazy story, and that's real life, baby. <laughs> it was a good story, but like you said, good story. Not I didn't see. I can't record. I didn't watch the one on Hulu. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one, but I definitely like. I found myself like having to like. Like rewind like you know five ten minute chunks of it because I might hear like a segment yeah and the way that they wrap it around you got to kind of back up and like man what the fuck like uh, you know we didn't did some what the fuck did I just watch episodes that was gory but this was like this was yeah. so sickening to me like I cannot get over this it's I crazy can't get over this yeah. how they did th- how these people had to live it wasn't fair to them but at the same time it's like <sighs> yeah. That's a dose of reality this for your guy, stupid ass. That's ja- it just shows how crazy this First guy is. First of all, Ja Rule, this motherfucker get on stage and rap. You ain't gonna do Ja Rule. <laughs> you never like, did rap or shit. <laughs> I, honestly, Ja Rule, I don't understand how Ja Rule got out of this scot-free. But he did a concert. He probably didn't have a na- his name on any of this he, shit. He just recently did a concert. In the middle of his concert, he said, I'm gonna let y'all get it all out y'all system because I'm not gonna be dealing with this shit all year. He just like, everybody just say, fuck Ja Rule. Fuck, he just got it. Everybody get it out y'all system. Fuck Ja Rule. <laughs> that's what y'all want to say. I fucked up. Wasn't a scam. I didn't. But he not taking responsibility either. I feel like he was the motherfucker that was really. He was the person that was really egging Billy on. Oh yeah, if it for wasn't sure. For ja Rule, they wouldn't. Have I mean, it. did you hear him in that conference call? Yeah, still, this, this guy is crazy. Fucking, uh, he's doing. 
after Firefest was a complete failure, you know, he's talking to some of the employees for the Fire app in the conf- in a conference call, and he's telling, "We just need to refocus on the app. We just need to re, re you know, reevaluate our position and get this shit together and promote this shit because this is this is the real idea. This is the core <laughs> of Fire." And some guys like, "Yeah, but we commit committed fraud. We you you, you committed fraud." And he's like, fraud? Oh, this is, de- it's, oh, no, 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 no. This is definitely not fraud. False advertising, maybe, but not fraud. <laughs> not was, fraud. He was so like, what the fuck, y'all? Yeah. Motherfucker. Like, just get your only motherfucking like, like Yeah, he was like, it was like watching like. You uh, motherfucker in the room. Why are you doing the conference calls? He was like, it was like. uh he it was kind of like P Diddy or Dave Chappelle uh, acting like P Diddy during a, a making the band type episode. What the fuck, y'all? I'm shutting the studio down. I'm shutting the studio. You know what I mean? Like, like what are you thinking? Like, it's over. It's like I don't think he realized what he had what he had done. Like, what the fuck was going on? Motherfucker told him like, dude, we committed fraud. Like, what is this? It's over. I wouldn't say it's fraud. Oh, everybody that so they interview so the whole movie they interviewing people, like you got this. Uh, I can't the names is just you know I, the names slipping me right. One now, of the main they, guys was uh the guy with the ponytail, Mark. Yep, they had him. Mark was the, the a Weinstein or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they had the, the uh what was he like a Russian guy? He lost thousands. He said he lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, that was you one know, of my favorite characters. You know what actually. was crazy about <laughs> about this too? You remember the guy who was uh, the pilot, the first pilot that they got. His name was like Chris or mm-hmm. something. He had he he said he learned how to fly fly a plane well, by yeah, playing uh, uh, Microsoft's yeah, Flight Simulator yeah. ninety eight or something. He, they said he was sweet with that shit though. He's, That's they said he was insane. Sweet, I would sweet. never get in. A fucking plane but with a, a plane. guy who learned how to fly using Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's how you learn how to fly. Honestly, I I I get it. There's I, no other way to I, learn. <laughs> no, there is a way to learn. You pay somebody who knows how to fly, who's a licensed <laughs> pilot, to train you. That's how you. A, that's how you learn. They said he was zero gravity in the plane. He was, you know, doing they were the making him like with, that's not easy. They were dude. making him flip do flips with the plane and shit. I'm not even getting in a yeah, plane with a motherfucker who learned how to fly this shit you got me on Microsoft up. 98, Flight Simulator 98. You couldn't get 2000? Couldn't get motherfucking... My, that's my grandpa used to play that shit all the time. It's like, I'm not getting in a plane with him either. Jesus I Christ. Flight Simulator back in the mid-low 80s on the spinning screen. This whole story <laughs> around every corner gets crazier and crazier. This whole story around every fucking corner gets crazier and crazier. You got like you got these people that they interviewing are like they plan it real smooth. They talking Billy up, then they just like now nah, just all start going to shit. But they all happy about the shit, fuck, because they keep trying to tell this moron. We not they, yeah. it's not gonna work. Just yeah. stop it, cancel. No, no. But after but this is where my feelings changed, and this is why I really like the documentary because by the end of the documentary, I understood why he had to try to put the it was a point where he had no choice. Yeah. He had he couldn't turn back now. Like they they was already it was just so many just it was the whole coincidence with the rain messed them up. So they sitting there the next day, like, all right, 
The rain not, did nothing. The like, rain did nothing to them with how deep a shit they were right, in. Right. The rain was nothing. But ruined all they. But they just, had three hundred right. people coming about, there right. with no place to stay. But just think about that motherfucker right. told him. The motherfucker told, "Hey, Billy, cancel three hundred tickets because we don't have right. any place to but, put these people." Somebody put the motherfucking tents up. But that was a lot of work. For but no you reason. had. Oh yeah, all the people that were working, right. all the uh, the, natu- the natural citizens and of nobody, of, nobody uh, wound up getting paid of Exuma. They didn't get paid for months. Shit, they didn't paid for months. Where they were so pissed off that they were coming there trying to kidnap people, yeah, trying to take paid. hostages, make threats just to get their money. Shit, the, the Andy King dude, he said he, he had, got he the said fuck he, out. He said he had switched clothes with one of the uh, workers there. Yep, and hid behind a urinal. When the car came, he jumped in they back jumped seat in the back just seat to get out the fucking village without dying. And and then fucking got on a plane and got the fuck on. And that's the guy who, who was about to suck a dick. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He was like, there was nothing else I could do. He was like, there's nothing else but I could do to save the festival. This it was, shit was fucked up. Um, the catering uh, lady who she spent her whole life savings trying to do this shit. Um, I damn near cried over that shit. So she 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 got a. Uh, like $160,000 raised for her on GoFundMe. On GoFundMe. So hopefully that money, hopefully that money makes it to her. Hopefully, you know, whoever did that GoFundMe gets that money to her. She did have me rolling because she was like, oh, I don't want to even talk about this no more. Yeah, she, she just was, kept she, talking though. <laughs> she wouldn't shut up. Yeah, fuck she up. talked <laughs> about the whole thing, and then at, at the end, she was like, you know, basically like, I don't even like talking about Fire Festival. I was like, I wish, you know. That it, it never happened. I wish that I never agreed to this. She came out of fifty thousand dollars to pay to pay these people because she said these people yeah. was here cooking all day, all day. Because she, she was feeding the workers. She was the feeding the workers from the start. These motherfuckers start showing up early from the get go. Then they have people who, as soon as you came on your plane, now they turning you around. That's what that's what this one guy said. He said it was obvious that this shit was gonna mess up. So why keep why keep pressing it forward? But anyway, it, it would, was I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a fucking crazy ass movie. Yeah. Uh documentary. Uh Fire, the greatest party that never happened. Now streaming on Netflix. Check it out. Thanks for listening to our episode today of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? You can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Why Did I Watch That? Hit us up.